What's up, everybody? This is Judith Echo. You're listening to Mad Love. What's up? What's going on? So, check it out. Um, this is Monday's podcast, but I'm recording it on Sunday. Yesterday, I watched uh, the very entertaining uh, Neil Brennan special on on H not HBO. Sorry, on Netflix. I have HBO on the brain on Netflix was very, very good, you guys, it's, uh, deep, it's called Blocks, and, um, much like Gerard Carmichael's, uh, Rothaniel, which was on HBO, um, I mean, these are some very brave individuals, I think comedians are some of the bravest people right now because they're the only ones that are are daring to talk about the tough topics out loud uh, on a platform Uh, they expose all kinds of things not only about themselves personally but you know they're willing to risk the wrath of uh, whatever this time in history is I you know everybody's just on this mission to never be offended about anything and then they get offended for other people too to the point of hypersensitivity so it's like you know talk about walking on eggshells and so you've got people like Dave Chappelle out here commenting on things which is making people nuts and the thing about Chappelle is he is always inviting a conversation and if you don't take it that way I'm not sure I'm not sure why. I don't want to doubt anybody's emotional maturity, but he he is saying, you know, how he feels. The whole transgender thing I never understood because that was his friend. And he was mourning the loss of his friend and he was inviting a conversation and people just vilified him. But anyway, back to Neil Brennan, who did a lot of writing for The Chappelle Show, who, um, you know, is obviously very talented, obviously very funny but also very, very troubled. And the youngest of 10 grew up in a super Catholic family. And I connected with him when he said his parents were both born during the depression. And I don't know that anybody whose parents um, were not born in that era can understand what it's like to be raised by people from that era. It's not warm and fuzzy. I mean, and I, how many hours of this podcast have I done now you know you can find several episodes where I you know touch upon what it's like to have parents born in the 30s they loved me they cared about me but it wasn't warm and it wasn't fuzzy and it wasn't oh how was your day and it wasn't um let me pack your lunch for you or let me um make you feel special in any way and not in a they weren't abusive they just didn't think of those things you know I my dad was born in 1930 he was one of 10 kids and you know he loved me very deeply but he never really said it that much and he never really gave me a ton of compliments I've I had overheard him over the years saying nice things about me to other people but it was never really his way to just walk up and be like I love you so much you're just so great you're smart I just think you're great like that just didn't happen I had to actually learn um emotional intelligence on my own 
because, you know, I just grew up in a household full of people who just didn't think to pay those kind of compliments. And when they did, it was like, you know, I don't, I, it was awkward because it's like, what do you, you know, my parents didn't do it. So occasionally, you know, it would be like, I had to learn how to receive compliments because I just didn't get that many. And I didn't grow up in a in an emotional home. I grew up in a, a kind of a cold place, but their their currency was we're still here. We didn't leave you. We're continuing to feed you. We're continuing to pay for your education. So we must love you. <laughs> and so a lot of me coming home after school was, you know, they didn't have to ask me how their day was when they got home. It, it was obviously great. I, I survived it. I wasn't sick. And, uh, you know, let's get ready to eat dinner. And so I really related to his pain. And like Rothaniel, it starts to get not so much about the comedy, but like these are really broken people. These things hurt and they hurt them deeply and they don't know how to recover from them. Neil Brennan has obviously uh, super deep insecurities and very heavy depression. And I mean, I'm not kidding. That was that was one of the first times I actually felt like the comedian might like just blow his brains out that night, which I'm not saying that's a good thing at all. I don't like that feeling. I was uncomfortable but I could relate to his pain. And uh, 48, never been married, no kids. And I don't know, I think for me personally, a lot of the things that bother people over a certain age don't bother me because I almost died at 41, 42 years old. And so it's such a liberating thing because it keeps you from wasting any of your time. Like when you are really really sick and you have to really recover from a, a an illness uh if you do it right all your energy goes to healing you don't want to waste any time thinking about things that make you sad you don't want to think about things that make you mad you try to avoid people that that take you out of your game like what are you talking about you're just wasting my time and you move on you know um and in many ways i've had the most transformative last 12 years uh, of my life because of that because there was I reached a point where it was like this is all going to end someday and every day is not only a gift it's a challenge you know I live my life like a challenge I give everything I have to every day some days that's you know way more than other days but I'm giving everything I have in the moment and as you guys know, my life has been consumed over the last two years with caregiving. Um, and it's hard because that's not my destiny. That's not what I was born to do. But I'm doing it uh, because of necessity. But, you know, um, I don't waste any time asking why me because it's a waste of energy. It's just a waste. It is what it is. No one else wants to do it. That's why me. It's an easy answer. <laughs> so I'm just doing it and I don't complain. I hope none of this ever sounds like I'm complaining. I'm not complaining. 
it it's it's the work that I was called to do here. It's part of the the package of my experience. I I'm not the type of person that you just park my mom someplace and slam her on Medicaid and just be like, good luck, y'all take care. That's not me. That's not who I am. I couldn't rest doing that. And I swear it's a recipe for a, a haunting. I just don't see any way uh, my dad would just go for that. Uh, you know, I can be I can be haunted by him for sure. Like, what are you doing? What's this all about? Uh, this is not what I raised you to be. You know, that kind of thing. So, you know, it just is what it is. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of pain and sometimes you're just not emotionally equipped to deal with to deal with it. And sometimes your brain is wired like Neil Brennan's where it's just too much. You know, your brain is too wired for pain. Um, he's a fascinating character. I really enjoyed uh, his special. I think that he is funny and you get the impression that he's deeply insecure about uh, his career path. Um, but you know, fuck it who cares do what makes you happy you know if this is what turns you on neil brendan just do it your best friends with dave Chappelle, or at least your friends with Chappelle. i mean like attracts like there's something there and a big part of why he is dave Chappelle uh is the Chappelle show and you were a big part of that that that's not nothing that means something and no, it won't pull you out of a deep depression. I've been surrounded by deeply depressed people my whole life. Um, probably growing up Catholic didn't help him either. Because I didn't, I wasn't Catholic, but I went to a ton of Catholic school. And it, it is a heavy trip, man. It really, I respect the religion and I respect Catholicism. I have to. I mean, I grew up with such reverence for it. Um, even though I wasn't a part of it, I respect it, but it's heavy, man. It's so heavy. Like there's no, there's no chill in Catholicism. You're not, uh, you're not off the hook for anything. Everything is, is your bad. Everything is heavy. Even when you're having fun, it's, it's all on you and it's heavy. I can't describe it any other way. I remember all the rituals and the stations of the cross and I was enamored of the with the pageantry of it, the pageantry of, you know, uh the altar boys and, you know, the carrying of the symbols and all the crosses and you know, just I everything about it uh because I was a child and being exposed to it. I got it like intensely I received it deeply I received those messages deeply um, without being Catholic but it's heavy it's a heavy religion and I think for me personally the reason why I didn't become a uh, or convert to Catholicism as an adult is because it was just too heavy and you know I was going to Baptist church on the weekend so my mom's Baptist so and my dad was Church of God in Christ okay so I didn't really go to church with him his church was really intense and but I went to church with my mom and you know after a week of Catholic school then going to Baptist church it was hardcore it's the reason why I don't go to church <laughs> I got churched out pretty early but I got the messages and I I received the ones that work for me and um it's it's just hardcore but anyway 
I'm down a rabbit hole, but Neil Brennan uh, blocks very good on Netflix. Uh, you know, I like comedians. I think he's funny. I also think if you're really into, if you really want to see just two people lay their souls bare, uh, blocks on Netflix, Neil Brennan and uh, Rathaniel on HBO Max, starring Gerard Carmichael, where we find out some really deep things about him. And I used to watch the Carmichael show. I thought the Carmichael show was hilarious, but you realize it was sort of based on a lie, a lie that Gerard was willing to live uh, up until he wasn't. So, I mean, it's just deep. And I don't think there are anybody brave. I don't think there's it. there are any braver people out here. So I can try to say this right. Um, I don't think there are very many more brave people than comedians right now not only are they willing to talk about things other people are afraid to really talk about publicly um for fear of being canceled or vilified or whatever but also too i mean they're willing to talk about how they got up on that stage and that's the irony of funny people a lot of funny people have some dark dark stuff going on with them and uh you know it's it's pretty hardcore but I enjoyed that special I think you guys will enjoy it too you know for me HBO is sort of like I don't know I'm not sure that I'll be able to find my career there I always thought that was the dream. I don't know. For some reason, I just don't feel like uh, the stuff I'm working on would be a match at HBO. Of course, let's talk it up. Uh, let's talk about it, HBO. Let's shop it up. Give me a call. Yeah, I would love to <laughs> love to see if it's a fit. But um, in my lifetime, I've always watched HBO. I please bring back Pimps Up, Hose Down. I was trying to explain what that was to somebody the other day. I'm like, it's on HBO, dude. It was hilarious. It's really, I'm sure it wasn't supposed to be funny, but uh, Pimp's Up, Post Down was like this really dark, hilarious uh, docu-series, I think, or part of a pimp docu-series I saw on HBO. Um, but right now you can watch Rothaniel, which I recommend. I May Destroy You, which I highly recommend. They get all the Judys. Um, and what else is on HBO Max? Uh, Game of Thrones, up until that ending, uh, please watch Game of Thrones. It's amazing. Um, I watched House of House of the Dragon. Uh, special effects were really good. They, it seems like they're trying to explain why Danny didn't win the Game of Thrones, but it's too late. Um, yeah, there's just HBO is the best. It's my favorite. But uh, you know, I've, I've had a long relationship with HBO. I watch all of their big shows. Um, yeah, all, I watched Sex and the City. I watched The Sopranos. Uh, I will not continue to watch Sex and the City. They just need to end that. For me, it's over. I didn't like the movies that much. I can't stand this new version of the show. But the show that ran on HBO for six or seven years is awesome. One of my favorites. Uh, and I think it holds up better than you would think. It's, it's still funny, still funny, still a great ode to female friendship as well. All right, everybody, uh, please have an amazing short week. It's going to be Thanksgiving week. 
uh, Black Friday, which sounds like something I should really be into is, is coming up, but um, it's not what you think. Uh, try to just have a good holiday and don't overspend. And I don't, I, I hope stores aren't still opening at like five o'clock on Thursday so you could get in there for Black Friday sales or whatever. Um, COVID, I think, tamped that down. So anyway, everybody, be your best. Have a great and amazing week. And yeah, let's talk soon.